Hey, welcome to the Learning to Lead podcast. I'm Paul Doherty, your host. Today, I'm sharing with you a 12-minute word on forgiveness. And really, this is a key characteristic for any leader that's going to continue to grow in their leadership. You've got to learn to forgive. And you've got to realize people are going to hurt you. People really close to you, even family members, will betray you. And as a leader, if you can learn how to forgive them and move forward, I'm telling you, the sky is the limit. Let's get right into this leadership message. Forgiveness is a choice. Three things we can take away from this season of Joseph. One, he was a courageous leader. Two, he gave generously. And three, he chose to forgive. He chose to forgive. You see, forgiveness is not a feeling. Forgiveness is a choice. Forgiveness is not, I feel like forgiving you. Forgiveness is always a choice. Joseph had to choose this. It would be a process for him. In fact, his brothers came in Genesis 42. And immediately in verse 6, it says that Joseph recognized his brothers as they came asking for grain. They didn't recognize him. He looked different. He wasn't the same guy that they remembered 23 years ago. Isn't that crazy that 23 years had passed from when Joseph had left his brothers? 23 years. Can't imagine how his face had changed, maybe his body. Here now he had lived in Egypt. He was speaking the Egyptian language. He was probably wearing some Egyptian clothing. The brothers didn't even recognize him. There will be times in your life where people will not even recognize you because you've changed so much for the better. But you'll recognize them and you will think that you have forgiven them. And then when you see them again, all the memories start coming back. Oh, it was like Joseph remembered his dream. He remembered when he was 17 years old, you guys threw me in a pit. I screamed for help. I begged for mercy. You sold me for $20. You tried to get rid of me. You see, Joseph doesn't immediately forgive them when he sees them. It's a process. Look at Genesis 45 verse 1. All of the brothers are now in front of him. He's facing his betrayers. He's facing the ones who sold him. He's facing the ones who abandoned him. He's facing the ones who caused him to go through this entire trial and tribulation, being a prisoner, being a slave, but eventually becoming the leader of this country. All of the emotions are rising up. He can't handle it. In verse one, he says, out, all of you. He only wanted his brothers in the room. You see, forgiveness is meant to be a private act. Joseph said, no one needs to know about this. It's between me and my brothers. In fact, Pharaoh never finds out. Joseph makes the, his brothers look incredible in front of all the other Egyptians. The only ones who know are Joseph and his brothers. He keeps it in his journal until the day comes that Moses pulls it out and begins to write the book of Genesis. But for the longest time, this was a family reconciliation. And Joseph looks at his brothers in verse two of Genesis 45, and he breaks down and begins to weep. <laughs> I am Joseph. His brothers were stunned. They were speechless. 
imagine Joseph taking off the Egyptian wig. They hadn't heard him speak Hebrew yet. For three chapters, he had been only speaking the Egyptian language. All of a sudden, they recognize, oh my gosh, could that be our brother? Is that the one that we tried to kill? Joseph begins to weep. For 15 verses, nobody says anything but Joseph. It was the speech that left everyone speechless. His brothers didn't know what to say. <laughs> you sold me. You betrayed me. <laughs> you were my family. <laughs> God saved me. You abandoned me, but God adopted me. And I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. It says that Joseph got up and he hugged each of his 11 brothers. One by one, he forgave his brothers. When I read this, I just, every time I read this part, I cry. This whole part of Joseph's life, this was what it was all about. The final test, the final test. You will have this test this week, the test to forgive. Because true leadership is the ability to forgive those who least deserve it. Can God trust you to forgive your enemies? Forgiveness is like setting a prisoner free only to realize that the prisoner was you all along. Unforgiveness is like drinking poison, hoping for the other person to die. One of my favorite songs that's out right now, is, it's called Forgiveness by Matthew West. I didn't know the story behind the song. And I, I, I heard it this week that Matthew was inspired by this mom, Renee. One day her sister came to her doorstep and said, your daughter's been in a car accident. A drunk driver hit her she died immediately her sister had to break the news to her that her daughter her 20 year old girl died instantly the mom just collapsed Renee said I was so angry I wanted to kill this guy he lived he was perfectly fine he walked away without a scratch the judge sentenced him to 22 years in prison she said Eric was behind bars but I felt like I was the one in prison I was so bitter, I wanted him to burn in hell for taking my baby girl. Eric was devastated in the court. He said, please, I, I wish that I would have died. I wish I would have died. I wish it would have been me. I, I'm sorry I took your daughter. I wish it would have been me. She wouldn't forgive him. She was angry. Years went by and God began to work on her heart. She realized, I can't keep living in this prison of rage, this prison of bitterness. She was still going to church, but she was bitter. 
The day came where she worked up the courage. She went to the prison. She said, Eric, I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. She said Eric became like a son to her. She took him in and she would visit him weekly, praying for him, loving on him, ministering to him. He would weep every time she came and she would just tell him, I forgive you, Eric. I forgive you. I forgive you. It hurts not to have my baby girl, but Eric, you're like a spiritual son to me. The day came where Renee and her husband and 10 of her family members pleaded with the judge to cut Eric's sentence in half. The judge was stunned. He said, you want me to cut his sentence in half? And they did. Today, Eric and Renee travel from high school to high school, preaching the gospel, warning kids not to drink and drive, and talking about forgiveness. God has done an incredible work between Renee and Eric and that family. I want you to stand on your feet all over this room today. Joseph is a great man, but he's just a shadow of our Savior. You see, Jesus had to, betray, he had to forgive his betrayers. He had to forgive those who hurt him, those who killed him. Jesus gives us that example, to forgive those who've hurt us. He says, forgive those just as I have forgiven you. You see, as long as we're holding on to unforgiveness, we have a you owe me mentality. You owe me, you owe me, you owe me. But to forgive is to let go of the debt because you realize how much debt you've been forgiven by God. It's to realize, wow, how could I hold on to bitterness when I deserve the worst punishment for my sins against God? Joseph's final word, Genesis 50 verse 20, he said, you meant evil but God turned it around for good. Today, God's wanting to turn things around for you. If you need to make a decision to forgive today, I want you to just slip your hand up all over this room. And maybe you're here today and you just need hope to hold on. You know God has that fulfillment, that due date for your destiny. Today, you're waiting, you're waiting and you need patience. You need the ability to let go of fear, the ability to let go of, uh, 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 of bitterness, of, of anger, of resentment. Here's what we're gonna do. On the count of three, everyone who raised their hands today, I want you to make a bold step towards this altar. You're gonna get up from your seat. You're gonna meet me down here because today God's gonna bring healing. He's gonna bring victory. He's gonna give you the strength to forgive. Today the process begins. It's gonna be beautiful. You ready? One, two, three. Just leave your seat. Come down to this altar. Bring it down. Bring all the pain. Bring all the bitterness. Bring all the strife. Bring all the bitterness, bring all the unforgiveness. Today, you're saying, I surrender, I surrender. I choose to forgive. You are a modern day Joseph. Today, forgive your brothers, forgive your sisters, forgive your parents, forgive your children, forgive your uncle, forgive that church, forgive that pastor, forgive that teacher. Today, you are stepping out of your prison cell. You are walking in freedom. You are starting a process of healing for your soul. In Jesus' name, Joseph died at age 110. He stepped into the leadership position at age 30. Do the math. He had 80 years of seeing his dream fulfilled, living in harmony with his brothers at age 39 getting to see his dad, watching his dad Jacob bless his two children, getting to see his family grow up. The joys of your future will swallow up the pain of your past. Your latter days will be greater 
than your former days. I know you walked through a lot of pain, but you're not a victim, you're a victor. It's time to look ahead. Your best days are still in front of you.